Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Gentlemen, welcome into the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Rumblings Vodcast Network. I'm here, the host of the Hump Day Hotline. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired with a new addition to Buffalo Rumblings. The one, the only, Sterls for the Girls at Furrow Sterling. Sterling Furrow. <laughs> How are you, sir? Yo, Joe. I I'm I'm happy to be here, man. Uh long I know time you- coming. Right, know, it's, it I, feels good. I know you did a a little bit of a this is what's up. So why don't we start the top of the show of what the hell are you doing here? Let's start with that. Like how how did we get? Because you and I used to be on Fanatics. Actually, the first time you and I interacted ever was on this show. The first time that 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 Jay Spencer King couldn't make it, and there was just a connection. And then you bailed from Fanatics, and then I bailed from Fanatics, but we went different ways, right? And now right, right, right. we circled around. So how did we get here? I man, things happen for a reason, you know. Uh, sometimes you just, sometimes you know, it's just time to go. Um, different opportunities, you know, present themselves, and people yeah. change, and things change, and you know, uh, I, I first of all, man, I, I I love all the guys over at Cover One. Yeah. You know, they they're great people, fanatics the same way. Uh, but for me and and in my career and and things that I want to do, I felt like uh, Rumblings is the place for me. Good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm just happy to be here, man. I'm happy to, you know, kind of branch out on my own and, and start my own show um, oh. called Intentional well, Grounding. I was going to yeah. say, you got to give us details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Intentional <laughs> Grounding is a show I'm going to be doing. Uh, it's going to it's going to pop off on Sundays nice. uh, off season, and it's going to uh, be there during uh, the season as a pregame show as well. So nice. Nice. Um, we need and that. Right. And it's just going to be me, uh, you know, talking about the upcoming matchups and, and, and therefore, and, you know, I'm going to bring my personality and humor and all, so all that stuff will be there. Uh, you know, but my guys are still over at cover one, you know, and just so <laughs> everybody knows, those are like some of my best friends ever and every, we're all good. But I just felt like for me as an individual, you know, it's like a bit being in a band, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes the lead singer has got to go like, I got to do my solo project and Been my there. solo project is, is rumbling. <laughs> so those are still my guys, man. It's all good. That's awesome. Well, it's great to have you. I'm excited about the addition of talent to Buffalo rumblings. 
Um, I'm excited to collab with you. I'm excited to do stuff with you, whether it's you have you on my show or maybe on your show or do a special show or pregame shows or postgame shows or special shows or whatever it is. I'm excited that you are here. Uh, just so everybody knows, like I said, Sterles and I go way back. Me, Sterles, and Jay Spencer King go way back. And there was just an awesome, wonderful connection between even the three of us from the very beginning. So I'm glad that you're here. So from the bottom of my heart, welcome. Yeah, it's like the Holy Trinity, but not in a sacrilegious way. <laughs> Wait, if I'm old, am I the father? Is that how this works? That yes, <laughs> and you're white. So, yeah, you're the father. <laughs> how did we get there? Because I can. <laughs> Got to edit that out. Wait, we're live. We can't edit that out. Anyways, getting back to the topic at hand. So, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, it's hump day, first of all. So, uh, whatever platform you're on, please jump on that like button. Hump the like button, as we like to say here on Wednesday nights. Uh, we are going to be talking draft here on Draft Eve. Jay Spence the King is on assignment, and by on assignment, he is at the NFL Draft. I think his plane lands in Vegas in 25 minutes. Um, so he's going to be covering the NFL Draft with credentials. So he is now not only uh, uh, verified on Twitter, but he is now at the NFL Draft with credentials, and I believe he has a whole bunch of interviews lined up with a bunch of different uh, prospects and just players that are, that are going to be drafted, guys that are actually in Vegas, which is cool. Uh, we are Super Chat Live, so and we just got one from Mark Johnson, who basically just says, evening, fam. So, Mark, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Good evening to you, too, sir. Uh, but we're going to break down a little bit. I think what, what we talked about was an extension of what I talked about on Sunday. And just so everybody knows, and I kind of prefaced this show with, hey, if, you're, if you've seen the 17 million mock drafts that are out there, because that's basically how many are on Twitter, 17 million. I mean, some people are doing more than one a day. It's like, how many different ways can this possibly go? Is it bingo? You get to go as many times as you can, and if you get it right, you win. Um, I said, but if you've seen them all, but you haven't really paid attention to, to them, like me, uh, but you want to know some names that are familiar, because what happened to me, and I, I think it happened to Jay Spencer King last year, too, is bills were up to, to draft. They drafted Gregory Rousseau. We were all hoping for a corner, and we were all like, who is Gregory Rousseau? And that's kind of where the whole thing was left for a couple of days until we heard his backstory. We heard him talk, got interviewed. So the premise of this show, what we're trying to, to accomplish is talk about some names that will be familiar to you tomorrow when the Bills pick. So when the Bills pick, if they pick at 25, some names that'll be there that you'll be like, oh, I remember that name. Sterles talked about Andrew Booth Jr., right? Uh, Joe talked about, you know, uh, is uh, uh, and his name just totally blanked out of my brain. Anyways. Uh, to that point, just just to give you some familiarity so you're not completely in the dark. And also, I want to talk to you about just potential trade scenarios. <clears throat> yeah. So there's a lot of people out there that believe that the Bills are going to trade. So why don't we start there? What what trade scenarios do you think are possible? Are there is there one? Is there more than one? Are there ideal ones? Is it not ideal to you? Does it look like a trade back? Where are you at on the whole trade piece with the Bills for tomorrow? I don't think you're going to see uh, a lot of trades uh, in the first in the first top ten picks. I don't only only team that I could see probably moving out of the top ten would probably be uh, the Seahawks because I think you know you know one of their biggest needs is pass rush quarterback uh, offensive line depth or right. talent right. I don't think you're going to. I mean, if Evan Neal or Charles Cross is there for those guys, you know, I, I would expect them to pick there, but. Um, I, I just don't think they'll be there. You know, I think they're going to be gone within the first seven picks. So uh, I could totally see the Seahawks moving out of number nine. And if you go up the list, um, you know, the, the team that's interesting to me is the Eagles. 
Okay, mm. at 15 and 18. And right. they have a young starter and quarterback and Jalen Hurts. But I think, you know, uh, why not kick the can for next year? You know, this is a very much a uh, kind of trial and error, kind of see what we have again. Mm. You know, he made some strides last year, but I still don't think, you know, the quarterbacks next year in that class, you know, there's three or four guys that I could bring the name. Uh, I think they're probably better prospects than Jalen Hurts is right now. So um, I could totally see them. And then, that you know, you got the Houston Texans at 13. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They need everything, and they don't have the capital. They three, need everything. Three and 13. They got three and 13. Yeah, so they they have a young quarterback at Davis Mills. I think he's kind of in the same kind of category as Jalen Hurts in terms of we like what we see, but we need to see more before we place a lot of assets and resources to making, you know, you being our our franchise guy. So um, those are some things. And, you know, and a a team that I think that could trade down is the Patriots. I just think they're they're keen to doing stupid stuff. Get out. Uh, But, again, if they're pick 21, I, I, I think they need wide receiver help. Uh, you you know they they took a swing on the kill Harry uh, a few years and back missed, and that's and missed, missed gloriously right? and missed. <laughs> so I, I you know Belichick is one of those guys you just never know what he's going to do during the draft. So I right, those right, are the teams right. that I think that probably could uh, to move back. And then the Cardinals at twenty three, I think that's another one because you know there's only I, I for me personally I only have sixteen first round grades in this draft. And wow. so when when you look at the value, you know, you're 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 gonna see a lot of guys that, you know, obviously they're gonna have to be drafted in the first round, but they're second round talent. So you're gonna see, I think you're gonna see teams start to um maybe cash in on that investment, right? Right now, right. maybe this is the you know, I think 20 and, and on is where you start to take a chance on some of these, you know, and sometimes those all you know, 16 first round graded talents aren't always the first guys drafted right Right, so a lot of teams based off of need and and so forth so i think you could see some flexibility people moving in the 20s but i don't expect a lot of uh a lot of trades being made tomorrow in the buffalo buffalo archives now i see your super chat hang on just a second because sterl said something that i want to break down real quick because they talked about it on wgr uh this morning which is basically that idea of you have 16 first round grades out of the guys that are there and Bean said, how many did he say he had? Did he say he had 20? How many did he say he had? I didn't listen to it. Yeah, he said he had a small number as well. And what that means is, and if I don't and you can jump on after I say this, is basically 32 guys are going to get drafted in the in the in the first round. However, of guys that you would prefer to take in the first round, guys that are worthy of being drafted first, there's only 16. That's what you're saying, correct? In your mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and obviously we're not going to break those guys down. If one of those guys falls to the Bills, who do you think that guy could be if one of them could fall? David Ajabo. <clears throat> really? Yeah, and, and here's the thing, and I don't – this is my own take, okay? And I've been kind of saying this for the past few months, but not just because he's a Michigan guy and I love my Wolverines, but yes, just think do. about it. Brandon <laughs> Bean places an emphasis on trench play, defensive yeah, line, yeah, offensive yeah. line, right? And and he mentioned something early in the offseason saying that when the season was over, uh, you know, don't be don't be surprised if we go back to the defensive line again, because the comment was made about, you know, well, you took, you know, Russo and Basham at rounds one and two. Oh, just, just think about this for a minute. You take a guy in the first round, a defensive end like David Ajabo, who in a normal draft year, he's he's a top 10 pick. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You have Von Miller. How 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 much production are you going to get out of a Von Miller for the three seasons? 
I could say I can guarantee you without injury, he's going to give you at least one and a half to two at least. Right. He's on a six year deal, but essentially it's a three year, fifty two million dollar deal. Right. Right. So you take a guy like Ojabo and and we know that he's not going to be able to play this year. Put him put him put him around a guy like Von Miller. And and this and he's going to learn so much about the game, about how to prepare for the game, and so forth. I think it's a great investment piece because now you got Rousseau and you got a Jabo, and we don't right. have to address this defensive end position for a while, right? Right. right. No, that makes sense. Uh, real quick, uh, so Buffalo Archives now uh, coming with the super chat. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Appreciate you. The only reason I don't think uh, round one will be cornerback is how being a McDermott regime has historically been cautious about starting rookies. He'd be starting. So here's the thing to set that up. Right now, if the season started tomorrow, and let's just pretend that tomorrow is September because it's still going to be true, the starting corners for this football team right now are Cam Lewis and Dane Jackson. Uh, Tredavious White is injured, is going to be injured. Who knows for how long the position that he plays is not like a quarterback. So an ACL tear for a quarterback is not the same as an ACL tear for a corner or a running back or a wide receiver. We saw that with Saquon Barkley. So the, the problem is, is this is, in my opinion, and you can agree or disagree, the largest hole on this team corner right now is because of Tredavious White's injury. And the issue with this, Super chat is the fact that the Bills have done this. They drafted in the very first year they were here, Tredavious White, I think at 27, right? Mm -hmm. They drafted Trey at 27, and he started year one. So this is not outside the character necessarily of uh, McDermott and Bean. It might not necessarily be what they want, but it's not outside their character. Thoughts? Uh, I don't see them drafting cornerback round one. Really? I don't see it. And I'll tell you why. One of McDermott's calling cards is, is you know, it's like when you take an orange and you get all the juice out. No. Like he's that with cornerbacks, defensive right, back sure. play. And and here's the deal. I think you have Stingley and you have Sauce Gardner. Well, Gardner's, are, the, Gardner's not making out of five, right? So right. right he's, he's, and he's and that's my point. Those are, your top, nine. Not those, those, those are your top nine. Those are your, your <laughs> top corners that you go, okay, these guys are bona fide you know, first round talent and ability. Right. Uh, right. Those are, those are you guys. Right. So after that, like, I think you can go look in the mid to late rounds to get a guy uh, like a Trent McDuffie. That's going right. to, you know, his style of play or for Andrew Bruce, but the medicals don't check out. Right. So um, I, I think, you know, look for a Martin Emerson, I think in, in second, third round, I, really? I think he, yeah, I think a Martin Emerson would, would, would be a guy Tariq Woolen, maybe second, third round possibly. But I think that first round uh, you have to just think if you're the bills, you have to hit on that first round pick, but they don't have to contribute right now. Right. Mm. But you have to hit on that because just think of all the contracts that you have, Josh Allen and, and, and Ed Oliver is going to command a big deal. And you got Von Miller on the roster. And I mean, the list goes on and on. So even though the biggest need is cornerback, I don't think that they're going to go cornerback in round one. So, man, I just don't, I, I just, to me, it, it is the, it is, it's a huge hole. You're not, it, it is. Dude, if the Buffalo Bills start this season, listen. So before I even say this, let's preface this. Cause we all know that certain players watch these shows. They sit at home at night, bored, rolling around on YouTube and this stuff shows up. I see Cam Lewis three times a week at the gym and I'm not friends with him, but he's at the gym where I work out. We say, what's up, you know, slap fives, whatever. 
I don't know Dane Jackson personally. I like both those players. I'm not saying that I don't like those players at all, and I don't like those guys. In fact, I was a huge proponent of playing Dane Jackson over Levi Wallace for two years. If the Buffalo Bills start Dane Jackson and Cam Lewis at corner, which I believe Cam Lewis is potentially a, a slot corner, or right, he's not even necessarily a an, a, 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 can, a boundary, can, a boundary he can corner. Play so, he could play someone to boundary, but that's not his ideal spot. You don't enter the first two two months of the season against the likes of all the guys that the Dolphins have brought in, right? Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Parker, who is a Bills nemesis, is now in New England. Granted, with Mac Jones, but you expect him to, you know, progress a little bit. Whatever the Jets are doing, we took their best weapon in Jamison Crowder, but I'm sure they're going to reload somehow. I just don't know how you enter the first two. It's going to be at least two months, the first two months of the season before Trey's ready to play, and he's not going to be 100% when he goes back on the field. How do you, what are they, are you, are you, are you touching that touching? Are you solving that problem with free agency or are you thinking Joe Hayden, AJ Bouye? What are you thinking there? Yeah. Uh, I think a, a, a veteran free agent, I think they're going to have to sign a veteran free agent cornerback. I mean, we I think saw they may have Miller, to regardless. I think they're going to have to regardless. So they're yeah. going to have to regardless, but I think just like Levi Wallace, I think, you know, we have to put some respect on Dane Jackson's name Agreed. in terms of what they, what the team believes that he can be and do. Right. I don't, I don't disagree, but it's Dane Jackson and. Right. And when Trey went down, it was Dane Jackson and Levi Wallace. Right. And, and, and look it, at where they got. And that's not, re- that's not the reason why they lost the game. It was because they, they had no pass rush. Well, it's, that's, it, it's, they had no pass rush. So time, time out. Time out. So the problem is, is we want to advance that game. I was there. We want to advance that game to 13 seconds. And that's why we lost the game. Or we want to advance that game to the, to the second to last driver. We want to. If you had Dane, a pass rush, it wouldn't have got to that point. Correct. Dane Jackson and Levi Wallace did. What's the word? Uh, they, well, they, they, they did, did well. exactly what they they all they could have done. They did well for what they were asked to do. However, they weren't necessarily the reason that the Bills lost that football game. So I agree. I just for me, I, I just and this is a fun conversation to have. I just and it's going to lead into something. So everybody stick around. I just don't understand how, man, to me, the Bills draft a first round corner and they and they pick up a one year guy, a flyer on Hayden or a flyer on AJ Bouye. To me, that's just that's the play. I just I don't know that. uh that's just too big of a risk. The Bills have played, the, you know, and it's not unlike them. The Bills have have gone chips in the middle of the table with guys like Brian Winters and failed miserably, but it didn't hurt in the win-loss column. And you know what I'm talking about. So I would say that it's not outside the potential for the Bills to do this and then be like, uh-oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? On the backside of it. So these are our guys. They come to work and they practice and they work really hard and we trust them. And then they right. can't play. That's, Brian, that's the Brian Winters story. But there, I think there there are guys at cornerback that you can get mid to late rounds. That that you yeah. know, again, when we're talking about in this draft class, we're talking about the top two guys. I think right. there's a, a tier, there's a fall off. Okay, you got Kyrie Elam in that second tier, and some of these other guys, Andrew Booth, and so forth. But right, right, a lot of these guys are kind of in the same realm, right? So I think we have to consider the value here, right? And let's say the Bills signed Joe Hayden. What's his contract going to be? One year, five mil, six mil. I can't imagine at this stage. That's probably a, that, two, that's two, a, two, two, two and a half, maybe. Shoo, no, no, no. I don't, I've got to be. Nah, I think, I think what they pay uh, Josh Norman one year, six mil. He's, he's, he's washed. Josh Norman, you're saying? Yeah, the, he's washed. Yeah. But so, I, I, so I think the going rate for a guy like Joe Hayden, I can tell you, it's four to six mil. It's got to be four to six mil. It's got to be in spot track, right? Probably. 
looking. I'm looking right now. Keep going. Keep talking. So, so you get a let's say you get a Joe Hayden, and then you go get a mid round guy, right? Trey White gets healthy, and then what that four million dollars you invested in because you like Dane, uh, Dane Jackson. Mm-hmm. What, what is he just gonna? What is he gonna do? What is he gonna do? Is just ride the pine? Who's that? Dane Jackson? Uh, no, Dane Jackson is starting. Okay, so then then more. I mean, potentially, yeah. To to the the super chat comment that we had earlier. I mean, there's a chance that he, yeah, he would start. And there there are not. Uh, Spot Track does not have an expected deal. What it would be worth. So he's coming off of a relatively big deal. It looks like it's coming off a big deal. Three years, twenty-seven million dollars from the from the from the Steelers, but that's also coming off the Browns, where he was an absolute monster on the Browns, and he right, I would say he was not a monster <laughs> with the Steelers. So I, I, you know, he, I think getting a guy like Joe Hayden, I mean, I'm not pumped about it, right? But he can play a zone boundary corner. He can do yeah. that. He yeah. can do that, and he can he could be your Levi Wallace. Agreed. So. Agreed. I, I just don't think uh, I just don't think the Bills view corner as a. I, I think they believe in having one really good corner, like a, a, an elite corner in Tre'Davious White. But I just don't see the value for them in taking a corner right now. When you yeah, know when I, you can get them at at cost controlled, right? So I'm going to jump to my sister's comment after Daniel Garis's. By the way, welcome to everybody that's in the chat. I didn't welcome anybody. Welcome Don. Welcome Richard. Welcome uh, welcome uh, Daniel. Jamie's in the chat. Everybody that's in the chat. But um, we'd be stacked once Trey gets healthy, is what Daniel says, and he's not wrong. And I think part of what you have to look at with this football team is it hasn't been the offense's problem. Like the problem that we've been having isn't the offense not scoring enough points. The problem is, is the defense hasn't been doing its job when it's needed to, right? So specifically in the playoffs. But uh, so my this is my sister, Jamie. What do you guys think about all the rumors going around that we are losing Poyer? Is it simply overreaction? Nice little uh, plug there or more. So, uh, I w- for, and you can talk if you want to tackle this after I say something. I, losing him is a weird word. So when his contract is up after the season, might he go to another team? Yes. Um are, are the Bills going to try to resign him? I think so. Could he possibly price him out from where the Bills want to be? What price himself out from where the Bills want to be? Yes. What do you think? He's never had a, a a sizable contract, and he knows that. His agent knows that, and I think he wants to get paid. He's thirty-one years old. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I just don't see them. I don't see them getting it done. I mean, how old do you want your secondary to be? And is he the man? It's tough too because you go back and forth, right? So who's the captain of that secondary? Is it Micah Hyder's or Jordan Poyer? It's Micah, right? Right, but they're both inter. I mean, they're like right. It's it's just like Milano and Edmonds. Everybody talks about you know Edmonds being an inside linebacker, and it's like we need to get a, a new inside linebacker. He's like, well, first of all, he doesn't play inside linebacker. Right. <laughs> Why don't we move Milano to inside? Well, they play the same game. They do the exact right, same right. thing on defense. <laughs> they're not different players, so I don't know where. What are we talking about? But yeah, so and I think that Hyde and Poyer are pretty much similar. They play very yeah. similarly, but Hyde is, I think, the guy. If you're going to keep one of them, you keep Hyde, right? And Hyde's not exactly a spring chicken either. Yeah. I don't have an I don't have an answer. I would expect them. I would expect both of them to not be on this football team at some point in the very near future, two three years, right? Right. I I think that's reasonable. Uh, I think they're going to try to keep the band together as long as they can. You know, but right. the reality is when you pay Josh Allen what you're paying him, although when the, these other quarterback deals are going to come out, the Bills are going to be looking 
pretty. But until then, I mean, you are paying him a sizable contract and add Von Miller to that. And there you go. Until Josh Allen says, um, hey, Brandon, I, I know we're boys. So you're Brandon in this instance. I'm Josh. Brandon, I, I know we're boys. And you know I love Buffalo. And I know that you love me. And I love you. But that clown is getting paid a lot more money than I am. <laughs> and I'm the best quarterback in the league. Like, this is a problem. Right? Yeah. And he and, goes, and he's going to say, I need another pistachio farm. So. Right. And that's the moment that Bill's Mafia begins to turn on him. Right? Because that's what we do. Nope. Not not Josh <laughs> Allen. Not Josh know, Allen. Dude. dude, it was we were a breath away from it happening to Stefan Diggs. A breath. Dude, dude the two, day, the two the days apples before. Apples oranges. Stephon, apples oranges. The two days before oranges. Diggs signed his extension, it began to happen on Twitter where people are like, I'm not so sure that we need Stefan Diggs. For sure. <laughs> but you, I guarantee you won't find many people say that about Josh Allen just because. No. Do you really want to go through quarterback purgatory for another 17 years? I don't think so. It's like once you taste what it's like to have an elite quarterback, you don't want to go back. Right. It's uh this is definitely a weird feeling. It's 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 been the offseason of Josh Allen. This entire offseason, it's it's been Josh Allen's offseason. So every show, every program, every commercial, you know, advertising, whatever has been it's been weird to be in this today. I was watching the draft stuff on NFL network and there were there were promoting like the players being at the draft and sure enough there's a picture of josh allen like as he was walking up like to the draft in 2018 not taking the stage but like before the draft like walking the red carpet i'm like this right. is crazy this is so weird this dude is the face becoming the face of the nfl let's move on so so i want to talk about the draft and we're going to talk about the draft and it's it, this is fun because you and i did not discuss necessarily anything before this so this is all going to be fresh so we're going to have get to have a good conversation the three positions of need, and I'm going to base mine off of what I thought. And it's funny because I feel like I could change Sunday. So Sunday I said the three primary positions of need for the Buffalo Bills are cornerback, inside offensive line, guard, center. And then I said wide receiver. However, I caveated that on Sunday on the overreaction show with the fact that I don't believe for one second the Bills are going to take a wide receiver in the first round. I just don't believe it, mainly because as much as this is a deep wide receiver draft, it's not a great wide receiver draft. A lot of people have come out, you might agree, that the best wide receiver in this class wouldn't break the top three in 2019 and 2020, right? No, 2020, 2021, as far as those receiver classes. So I almost would change to corner, inside offensive line, interior offensive line, and linebacker for my three top positions of need. What are yours? What do you feel like the top three are? Why you <sighs> I think it's corner, interior offensive line, and I'm going to say defensive end. Really? I still, yeah, I still Epinesa, think. Epinesa, Boogie. We don't Rousseau. know about Epinesa or Boogie Basham. I think mm. you got a guy, You we, we got Rousseau. But I just can't, I can't depend on Vaughn for the future. He's a, he's a stopgap defensive end. He's going to be great. But well, we cannot depend on him long term. And I think you, this is the place where you take a guy with upside that you can groom. The and the they're best, all about that. The best thing I've heard about Von Miller, and I want you to respond to this, and I don't for the life of me remember who it was. It was a national guy that was questioning the Bills move. What are the Bills doing giving Von Miller that contract with that much money? And the national guy, for the life of me, can't remember who it was, basically said they're not looking for Von Miller to get 10 sacks during the season. They're looking for Von Miller to show up in the playoffs and get four and basically become worth every penny that they pay him. So if you're looking for Vaughn Miller in games one through five 
to be a stat monster, you're missing the reason that he's here. The reason he is here is to be that force in the playoffs, which that's what he does. When the playoffs come, he shows up. Not that he doesn't show up in the, during the season, but they're expecting oh, yeah. him to to take over game, not take over. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, they, be you're a, right. They, they're right. expecting him to take over games. And, and I, I've had the privilege to watch Von Miller here in Denver, Denver for a long yep. time. And he's a game closer. He's a game wrecker. But the, the cool thing about having a Von Miller is that you have Russo and you have Ed Oliver. Right, right, right. Right? And you got Tim Settle. Right, so you, you you got the the interior of your line, defensive line sorted out. Yes. You got Rousseau. So basically, and if Jordan, I can get and Jordan Phillips, and Jordan Phillips, energy so, to me, Jordan right. Phillips is energy. Right. So I, I think it's going to free up Vaughn to do what Vaughn does. And that oh, and by the way, you kind of have to, if you leave Vaughn, you know, one on one, it's over. It's right. over, right? Right, right? So, so I think just the 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 core talent that the Bills have on the defensive line right now, I think it accentuates his abilities. I think it's yeah, going to be yeah. great. He is going to be able to close out games. The reason the, the reason why the Bills lost to the Chiefs is because we couldn't close it out from two, the defense. Two years in a row. Two years in a row, defensive line, and yeah. you got to show up. So. So for me, uh, so I've got corner, interior, offensive line, and I'm changing to linebacker, but it could be wide receiver as far as positions of need. You've got corner, interior, offensive line, and uh, you said edge rusher. So when we look at guys that are going to be there, we already talked about, so we'll talk about corners real quick, and you can jump in, like cut me off anytime you need to. So so we know that Sauce Gardner is not making it past the Jets. Whether he's drafted by the, the Houston Texans or the Jets, he's not mm-hmm. getting past the Jets, period, end of story. So that's a name as much as all of it was funny. It was funny, dude, because Sunday, Sunday I was talking about for 17 years, the Bill Bills fans have gone into the draft kind of somewhat knowing what's going to happen because we watch enough football stuff to hear names like sauce Gardner and mm-hmm. the bills are drafting mm-hmm. in the top 12. So we know we're looking at these guys that are good. Haloti Dada, right? Guys like that. The last several years we're drafting so low. It's like, I don't know who any of these players are. All the, right. good guys, all the good right. guys are gone. So that's why we're doing this exercise. So Sauce Gardner is going to be gone before four. Uh, Derek Stingley is going to be gone uh, before nine, right? Would you agree? Probably. I'd say if we want to be safe, he doesn't make it past 15. Right. He doesn't make it past 15. <clears throat> so I did a uh, a little research on mock drafts uh, just from some professionals as far as people that do a lot of this mock draft mock draft stuff. So the names are Trent Duffy. Trent Trent Duffy got drafted inside the 20, so like 20, twice on mock drafts, top 25 before the Bills, once, and one person had Trent Duffy linked to the Bills. Uh, Andrew Booth, twice, top 20, once, top 25 before the Bills, linked to the Bills, once. I have Kair Elam not on any mock draft. I saw one today that uh, it was an NFL network. It wasn't Davis. It was somebody else. It wasn't Charles Davis. It was somebody else that had Kyir Elam going to the Bills at 25. And then the last one I've got is Kyle uh, Kyler Gordon, who I think is also right. linked to the Bills at, at 25. I'm all over Andrew Booth Jr. I love him. And it, everything I've read, especially about him, length, fluidity, long speed, tackling. He's a complete cornerback. He can play in every scheme. He sounds like a guy that Brandon Bean – and Sean McDermott would put in there like, that's the guy. That's our. That's our dude. To me, that's the guy. If, if there's a guy that I think the Bills target in this draft, maybe even move up potentially for, it's him. 
it's interesting to me that you don't think that they're going to go corner. I just do. I think they need to get a corner. Yeah, absolutely. But I just don't think Bean's going to do it. If I had to put a finger on it, I think he goes running back. I think he, I think they take Brees. I think Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall is the pick tomorrow. Not that's not my pick, but I think that's the pick. I'm going to be honest with you. That's not my pick either. But if they take Brees Hall, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm going to lose I'm my mind in a very happy fashion. I you know, love I love running backs. You know what's funny? Um, and and I, I don't. Re- you've told me the story. I don't remember when you became a Bills fan. Tell me one. Just when did you? What year was it when you became a Bills fan? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Okay, so you're you're right in that thing. It's weird how history repeats itself. When you just look at the quarterback coming in the way he did, going to an AFC championship game, getting bounced, going to an AFC divisional game, getting bounced, then the Bills draft Thurman Thomas. Like if the Bills like draft, right, when the receiver came in, you know, when the certain player, and then if the Bills draft a running back, it's just weird how sometimes history just kind of, not intentionally, the Bills aren't setting this up like, oh, I'm reading the script, and now we're supposed, they drafted Thurman Thomas, well, we're going to draft Brees Hall. It's just, I will be elated if they draft Brees Hall, do I think it's smart? I don't know. I think it's smart. I really do. <laughs> I think it's smart. Talk about it. <laughs> Listen, you, with a with the first round player, you get five years. Right. Okay. Right. This, let's just say he's good. You have a controlled contract at a running back, a really good position. Who's gonna? He's gonna eat up light boxes. He can catch the ball in the backfield, and he has breakaway speed. Yeah. Okay. Those are some of his, his calling card traits. Right. 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 What did Brandon mean say at the in the offseason? He goes, We want to protect Josh Allen. Yes. What are some of the ways you protect Josh Allen? Well, you get better on the offensive line. I think the Bills, you know, Roger Saffold, you know, I think they made some moves on offensive line, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and yeah. I still think you could take an interior offensive lineman in this draft and be okay in the first round. But what about running back? We don't want Josh Allen having to run the ball all the time. The be, be the part of like no. When the last time a defense coordinator had to go, Devin Singletary. The reality is the real, and I was on Griff's show, and I don't remember Griff's last name, but he has, he's a Patriots fan, and I go on his show all the time, and I literally said on his show, there is a point, and I likened it back to Jim Kelly. There's a point where you've got to stop Josh Allen from taking hits, whether it's from running the ball or whatever, and the way you do that is by getting a solid running back that's a threat. J- Jim Kelly's career was shortened. His professional career, I think, was only 12 or 13 years long because of the time that he spent in the USFL when he got completely obliterated as a young man. He just got destroyed getting sacked all the time. And his shortened his career as a Buffalo Bill. He could have played as long as Elway. He could have played as long as, you know, some of those other some of those other guys, Marino. But he didn't because he was beat up. Same thing's going to happen. You're talking about that. You're talking about Allen. The way that you preserve Josh Allen is by allowing him to drop back and hand the ball off to somebody that's dominant and somebody that they have to game plan for. Or he drops back and throws a football. No more I need quarterback, I need, no I more need quarterback Josh sweep. Allen. No more quarterback sweeps. No, right. None of that stuff. Yep. I think that will always be a part of his game, but I need Josh Allen to be a point guard. I need right. you to distribute. Right. I, lead and distribute. And what's funny Occasionally, is, you're going to hit your 20, 30-point game and, and 15 assists, right? And, and what's funny is that changes the, dyna- the dynamic historically for who Josh Allen is. So it's the Steve Young mold. So Steve Young was always a running quarterback when he was young, but he became a distributor when he got to the 49ers. Absolutely. And all of a sudden it was like Steve Young went from being, oh, he's a really good quarterback that runs the ball to he's one of the best quarterbacks that have ever played the football, ever played the game. Josh Young, if he stays in this bold, 
is never going to be valued as one of the greatest passers ever until he kind of fits in that space, right? Yeah, and I think he's already, you know, making his way up the ranks in terms of being, you know, the if not the best quarterback in the NFL. Um, the thing about Josh Allen is that that's great is his frame. He he is a, a thick monster. individual. But yeah. there are other quarterbacks. Cam Newton is another guy. I'm yeah. not comparing the two in terms of play style. You know, I think Josh Allen's far superior uh, throw of the football. I can give you a quote. I won't say the name from a wide receiver of the Bills who, who literally said to me, Josh Allen is a monster. Like, like, I can't believe. And this wide receiver isn't short. He's like, I cannot believe how big that guy is. Like, what, you don't realize it until you get next to him. You're like, whoa, that's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Josh yeah, man. Dude. He's yeah, a big, he's a big old boy. So, so, so why not ride this out for 20 years, 15 well, years? I and how do you do that? You protect him. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Offensive line mm-hmm. and 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 a real running back. Somebody mm-hmm. that defensive coordinators have to it's it's literally the situation. It's the Clyde Edzelaire, uh Clyde Edwards Alaire situation where the Bills, you know, put the, 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 whatever the game was, it was the COVID year, and the Bills were like, well, we're going to stop Patrick Mahomes, and we're going to give him all the space for, for Clyde. And what did Clyde do? He destroyed us. Absolutely. And that's what has to happen, right? And I'm just not so sure, to your point, that Devin Singletary is going to be able to accomplish that. But names for tomorrow night at corner, I would love to see Andrew Booth Jr. I don't know that the Bills That'd will do awesome. that. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with you that I'm not sure the Bills will do it because – They've got Trey on the one side, and they might try to find a guy that can fit in like they did with Levi and Dane. Ride it out until Trey gets back, and then they've got their number one guy back. However, the other piece to your puzzle was interior offensive line, which is big. So interior offensive line guys, as far as just draft-wise, there's only really two names to to really even consider. And just to set this up for everybody else, so so you've got Roger Saffold at left guard, and that's what's funny, too, is the amount of – or NFL dudes, reporters that don't realize that Saffold's playing left guard. Like they don't realize that they've come out and they're like, well, you know, I've seen two people say that Saffold is a right guard. It's like, no, he's, he's already said he's playing left guard. So Ryan Bates, who is get, has been given starting right guard money uh, by matching that contract from the Chicago bears by the bills is going to play right guard for at least some amount of time this year, at least Rogers on a one-year deal. Mitch Morris wants to retire a Buffalo bill. This is what's interesting to me, Sturles. He's yeah. in his in, in in one of his press conferences or in on a on an interview that he did. I came to the Bills, I did my extension, and I told them I can't wait to retire a Buffalo Bill. So there's either an agreement there, right? That the Bills are gonna hang on to him as long as he wants to play, or when this contract's up, he might have told them when my contract's done, I'm done. We know that he's got a history with concussions, right? What are you thinking? You're thinking something. Ah, oh, man. Uh... <laughs> I'll keep going, but th- there's something there. But the point is. Hmm, I don't know, man. Is this, I don't an, know. is this an Eric Wood situation with Ryan Bates? Is this a situation where you draft a guard? You've got Morse, right? You've got yep. Ryan Bates. Roger Saffold is here. So you ride out Morse's contract for whatever it is, a couple more years. And then when Morris retires or they're done with Morris and Morris is like, I want to retire a Buffalo bill. And he retires. Bates moves the center. Saffold's gone, right? He's only gonna be here for one year. You got the guy you drafted this year. And obviously you're gonna have to find that new guy. Right. 
So right, they've got a need an interior offensive line. They do. Big, big they time. they have a big need. They and just for I mean for just even depth purposes, you know. Right. I think it's well. A, Bucker's it's a back. Game. Bucker's back, and Bucker but, can play. But 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 Kenny though, I mean, it, it, it's um, like it's like having uh, it's like I'll, having those goggles on, man. When you're like seeing the same girls, like I'll take you back to 2020. Long. I'll take you back. I, I probably have I probably have clips on my computer of Brian Winters getting the entire right side of the offensive line completely collapsed by missing his block. So he's better than than Brian Winters was. He's better than Vlad Dukas was. I'm better than Prime Winters was. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. I think you're better than Bobby Hart. I don't know if you're better than Brian Winters. <laughs> hey, lace them up, baby. <laughs> and I can attest that uh, Sterles is no small young man. He's a relatively large guy. So of the guys that are available, Tyler Lindenbaum uh, was basically taken, what, top 25 once. I haven't heard his name much. What do you know about Tyler? I don't know much about him. Uh, I think he's a guy. The, the thing about Tyler Lindebaum is that his measurables don't uh, they don't say, ooh, like you don't get excited about him. You know, he's he's short. He's 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 uh he's slender, slim, but he's just an animal. He's a, he's a, he's one of those guys. His effort has a tremendous ability. But you know, uh, take a page out of Joe Marino's book. You just don't know. Like you kind of need your offensive lineman to to look a certain type of way. He. For some, he's an outlier for him to come in and produce at a high level. Right, right. We, the NFL just hasn't seen a guy like him. So they're going to be a little bit cautious. I still think he has first-round ability, um, but I, I honestly think he's he slides into the second round. I, I, there's every single year, it seems like, there's always offensive line talent oh, yeah. that seems to slide out of the first round that ends up in the second round. Hence, not not tackles, but guards. Yeah, they kind of sure. Guard centers seem to, to slide out of the first round and so for sure. I think that's going to be no difference tomorrow with Linderbaum. So the next guy widely uh, viewed as the best guard in the, in the draft, Zion Johnson, six foot two, three fourteen guard, consistent, efficient, uh, his pass protect. He needs a little bit of work in pass protection. And in his quickness, I've got, I've seen him in mocks taken top 20 twice, top 25 before the bills pick three times. And after the bill bills pick once, what is your kind of impression of him? Man, I love Zion Johnson, and, and Zion Johnson is the kind of guy that you look and you go, "Are you a Philadelphia Eagle?" <laughs> Doesn't he have that yeah. that kind of Philadelphia Eagle kind of just like you're an Eagle, right? right. So yeah. I, I mean, I think he has a narrow build, but you know, I think he handles uh, interior pressure very well. You know, he he can um, his ability to, to to move laterally, I think, is is really good. He's just a really good uh, offensive guard and he's a behemoth of a man. I mean, the guy is what, six foot three, three, twelve. He's a solid rock. So I think he's definitely going to go round one. Um, in my mock, I have him going to the Eagles, I, you know. Yeah. Nice. And I have Jordan Davis going to the to the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. He just looks like a raven. Last yeah. year, last year I said Mac Jones going to the Patriots. I even have the tweet, the Twitter receipts to prove it. And nice. lo and behold, he nice. went to the damn Patriots. He went to the Patriots. That's amazing. The next guy is the guy that I like, Kenyon Green. So Kenyon Green out of Texas AM, six foot three, three twenty-three, uh, guard or tackle, more than likely translates to guard in the NFL, flexible, versatile. Uh, he went top 25 before the Bills, so like 24 once. And then generally speaking, he went after the Bills in every mock that I saw. To me, I think it's I'm dollars to donuts. It's one for every Buffalo Bills fan listening that is not a draft Nick, which I am not. 
it's one of three players first at 25 if the Bills stay at 25. It's either Brees Hall, right? That, okay. that, that's what everybody thinks. Andrew Booth Jr. or Kenyon Green. And that was the name that I, that I blanked You can't earlier. see, and I hate that because that's what gets us. See, this, this is this, you're repeating history. Joe, this is that's the same thing that got us in this place last year, even though, like, I'm no draft Nick, but I'm not, I, but I spent I've, a lot I've of time, never done a mock, I've never done a single mock draft. I spent a lot of time, you know, doing my best to, to uh, you know, find out as much about these prospects as I possibly can, right? And right. we get you get you're hurt, you're hurt your own feelings if you get into this idea that there's three people. That the Bills are gonna pick at twenty five. One and of those it's like, three is gonna be there. One of those three is gonna be. But there. that doesn't mean they're gonna pick them. How many people said Gregory Rousseau is and Carlos Basham is picks one and two for the Buffalo Bills? Nobody, nobody. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I just think the, the way Brandon Bean, the way he thinks at, in terms of his draft. Now we knew. Well, okay, I take that back. We did not know that he was gonna take Josh Allen. We did not know he was going to take Tremaine Edmonds. We did not. Well, he McDermott was a caller for the True Davis White thing. But how many Brandon Bean picks outside of Ed Oliver in the first round mm-hmm. that we go, you know what? They picked the guy I wanted. Because I, that was a guy like Ed Oliver is like, yes, I want him. Uh, they they need one, him. They, probably Trey. But Bean wasn't here for Trey. So probably Trey, right? Um we didn't have a pick the Epinesa year, right? So we didn't have a right. Win. And I did not like the Epinesa pick. Still don't. I don't. I, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know that I could answer that's, that. And, and and that's the that's the point, right? That's the yeah, point. But, but so, when you but this team, oh, man. But I agree with you. So I'm not disagreeing. So when I say, <laughs> oh man, the problem is, it comes down to BPA, and this is the hard part because everybody drafts players sorry everybody ranks players differently and the way that their boards rank out and the way that their boards filter out are different and there is a weight as much as it's like we have the luxury we talked about it last year we have the right. luxury of right. drafting best player best player available well i call bullshit because if the quarterback is the best ranked bpa player on their draft board left in the first round they're not drafting a quarterback in round one it's not happening right so, so there's positions where we don't need a first rounder. Right. All that to say this for me, as much as it's a crapshoot, as much as you don't know, there are two glaring holes on this football team, cornerback inside line, inside uh, offensive line. And then an amazing, Holy crap. We really need that. It's not a glaring hole, but it's a Holy crap. We could, what would that guy do for us? Travis Etienne right last year this year Brees hall i just for me the one of those three guys is going to be there if not two of those three guys and i don't who else is going who do you see being there available in front of those guys that they're not gonna that that they would take over them ah man i i wish i had an answer i just (laughs) i i I don't look man this is like christmas for me like i literally am am gonna have a hard time going to sleep that's why i'm drinking this beer i'm drinking (laughs) this dry dock apricot blonde to put my ass to sleep later okay i'm gonna have to take some some unisom and some other and some other over-the-counter drugs so that i can sleep a good night's sleep tonight and then i'm gonna be so worthless at work tomorrow so worthless like I'm going to be like a kid, like, and I have to wait until 
so, nine o'clock mountain time for the bills to pick their guy. So you, so you and I both work from home now. Do you have one of these above your workstation too? <laughs> Oh, dude, I have one right here. I have a TV right here. Yeah. I have a, a 30, 32, wait, is that a 40-inch TV right here? Yeah. Been locked in on the NFL Network for days. But, but my work is hybrid, so I work in the office. I, I work uh, at home, and so, you know, man, well, I don't know, dude. So so getting so getting back to it as far as just the draft goes. So for me, and so I'm going to omit wide receiver completely. So you're talking about edge. So why don't you talk about some names at edge that could possibly be there? That the Bills like the Bills fans, if they hear that name, they're gonna be like, who's not they're not gonna be like who? Like we were last year, but they're gonna be like, Oh, I remember Stroll's talking about that guy. So, okay, so we I, now again, this is I don't don't hold me to the fire in this. Okay. I think your edge rushers are gonna be their, their primary edge rushers are gonna be gone before the Bills pick, but I think Ojabo, there's a chance that Ojabo will be there. I think he's the best value mm. and long term. Pick hate that word. If they were to go, right? But it's true though, and and they and that's how the Bills think about stuff. That's how they think about it. You know what I'm saying? They do. Now I, last I year disagree. they didn't. They they last year was different because they had a, a, a immediate need at defensive end, right? right and right, and that's right. one of those positions. Think about it. You're not going to be able to pay or or go out and get a free agent defensive end that you want to pay, right? Like like that in, in free agency because they could have got uh, Trey Hendrickson and, and so forth. They right, didn't want to right, do that. Right. They'd rather draft and develop and and, and go and move forward. So I, I just think that you know, I think defensive end, offensive offensive tackle, like going through the positions that I think the Bills value the most outside of quarterback, obviously, right? I, I think your it's your defensive ends. I think it's your offensive tackles, right? Yeah. They're very traditional. Safety, safety right corner. linebacker more than likely linebacker linebacker corner i would say corner over linebacker hmm. but linebackers up there so i think when we when we I, I think we have to put try to put yourself in what the bills have done and what the carolina panthers did years before they became became buffalo bills and this is the kind of uh positional value or or, or you know that they held on some of these positions right so I think defensive end is very high on their board, right, in my right. opinion. In my opinion, based off of what the research that I've done and what I see, I think defensive end is high on their board. And there's a guy there that that, that they can get that like a Ojabo that's you know top ten ability. Mm -hmm. I think you take him. The Bills did it. Now this is unrelated to the current regime, but they took a Willis McGahee. I remember when running back was one taking a running back was okay in the first round. Right. They took Willis McGahee and what they no, took they, CJ Spiller when they had uh Marshawn and uh Freddie. Fred Jackson. They they took they Willis McGahee in the first round, knowing he couldn't play the next year. Right. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills have been strange at the wide at the running back position. Uh oh, here we go. We got a whole here bunch of uh, we got a whole I'm bunch of uh, it right now. <laughs> Thank you. Get the hell out of here, dude. That's <laughs> Get that mess out of here. Like, Yikes. get a life. Get a freaking yeah. life. I had a bunch of Russian bots for a little while. But um, before we get out of here, like the, the two of us, talk to me, if you will, about Kair Elam, who has been linked to the Bills. And I don't know much about him. I've. It's funny because I see more. The last couple of weeks, I haven't seen him linked to the Bills as much as I have the last two days. So talk to me about Ky Kair Elam. I like Kyrie Elam, man. I, uh, one of the things I like about him that I don't think I don't think gets talked about much is that he was a former wide receiver. 
Really? And, and, yeah, not not in college, but in high school. He was right. a former wide receiver, so he has really good ball skills. And I think one of the things that, that uh, you know, what's his name? Levi Wallace. I think he had decent to good ball skills, right? Trey White doesn't have great ball skills, like in terms of like com- committing turnovers, turning well, interceptions. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. You said you said Levi Wallace. Levi Wallace does not have good ball skills. Yes, Levi he Wallace, does. Levi Wallace is the guy that frequently missed the block of the pass coming in. Dude. The Browns game in 19, we lost that game because he didn't block that pass. There was a game in 20 he missed because he didn't block. Levi Wallace was coached to keep everything in front of him. Let him catch the ball. You tackle him. Dude, I think I think when he had opportunities to 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 pick off a ball, I think he I think he did a good job. I'm not he's not he doesn't have elite ball skills. Did he drop the ball? I, I guess we might be Trey White drops interceptions. Wait, wait, like we every- might be, we're weighing it differently. I'm not talking about if the ball hits him in the chest as he catch it. I'm talking about does he make a play and actually aggressively make a play on I the am, football? He does am, not do that. I am talking about catching the football. Yeah, as that's a different. Yeah, back. different. Uh, yeah, I agree with you then. That, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, I agree. I, I, I think a guy like Kyrie Elam, he does that very well. He does gotcha. that very well. I think he has length, athleticism. I think he, he has physicality, and I think he could play press man, but also play in a zone in a zone scheme. I think he could right. do both of those, right? right. So um, he, I think he has really good speed. Um, I, I just think, you know, man coverage is probably where he really excels. I think he um, – I think he does a really good job in man coverage. And I think he what I like about his game is that he's aggressive. I like the fact that he's aggressive. I think yeah. as a quarterback you need to be aggressive. I agree that was what I that was what drove me the most crazy about Levi Wallace and what I liked about Dane Jackson. Dane Jackson flashed on the field because he was aggressive. Yeah. Or is, he's not dead. He's still a Buffalo Bill. He is aggressive whereas Levi generally was not. What do you yeah. got? But before we get out of here, do you any any topics you want to hit? Anything you want to pick my brain about? All right. So uh-oh. Uh-oh. He said all right. <laughs> okay, so this is what you're gonna do. And in, in the chat, if you guys can do this too, you don't have to give me a player, but if you had to go position of draft for the bills in rounds one, two, and three, what do you, what is that for you? One, two, it's definitely so that expands differently for me right so positions in the draft one two and three everybody should be doing that in the in the comment section as well so for me corner is still there round one well i want round one two and three one two and three for me yep see this is where trades come in because i would love to see so i've been a huge proponent we've talked a lot on the show and i know you haven't been you haven't seen it because you've been doing your own thing Spence and I have talked a lot about the fact that the Bills have eight picks. You know that, right? Correct. Eight of those dudes are not making this football team. Not. There are not eight draft picks making this football. They had six or seven last year, and I think only four made the team. Only four making this team. I would love to see the Bills maneuver to a point where they what maximize their picks down to four. So minimize and maximize your picks at the same time. So I would love to see them make a lot of moves. I'd like to see corner and one interior offensive line early in two and probably wide receiver after that. Now, if you hit on your picks, you can have more than four players stay on your roster. But you got to define hit on your picks. I mean, rookies aren't going to get that much. He's too good that you can't let him go. And, and Yeah, but how do you? 
how do you with it with a roster this deep outside of those couple positions how do you how do you see that because you they don't have figure, to start they don't it, have to start yeah but they're gonna get plucked off the practice squad now you're drafting for other teams is all you're doing or they could be number you know debt Vers- like versus two. max that maximizing the opportunity for I'm those just picks. Say, I, I just i just get a little like because man we just don't know I, I think you could get five guys possibly that the i think five is a, is a magic number i think so who's getting five guys who, so you're cutting guys like epinesa Okay, I'm not cutting Epinesa, but I trade his cutting? ass. I would trade his ass in two seconds. <laughs> if I was Brandon Bean, that boy would have been gone already. Are you cutting cutting Shaq Lawson? Who are you cutting on the? So, you're so, talking you're talking about Shaq Lawson like he's just he's just a guy like he's just a contributor that like he's gonna just get Shaq Lawson ain't time out time out time out time out time out time out. So Shaq Lawson left the Buffalo Bills and then became a Jag and did nothing Leg- le- and did nothing legit so there's no guarantee that when he comes back to buffalo he's going to be this whatever he was before now they obviously know how to scheme him so that's a big part of who he is so scheming him properly will be important however if if you're saying that eight guys or five guys or six guys can make this team who's getting cut from the from depth i don't know man i think offensive line i think uh offensive line there's 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 look if you take the right guys i think there's moves to be made and, and interior wise right well, you're not taking you're not taking four offensive linemen. No, oh, obviously not. But I think Doc, a, Doc, I think Doc, a wide receiver. I think a wide receiver, a guy can make the team. Offensive guard, a guy can make. Well, the hang team. on a second. So let's talk about let's talk about wide receivers. This is a fun exercise. So Stephon Diggs, right? Yep. Gabriel Davis. Yep. Jamison Crowder. Yep. Isaiah McKenzie, who's more of a gadget guy. He's not. That's the, the one. That's the one. You think that guy can go? He he can possibly get cut like it's not a foregone we said, we said that last year but they didn't have anybody to marquez stevenson didn't do nothing i don't know that mark i don't know that marquez stevenson couldn't have done what he did like i think he maybe maybe could have marquez Stevenson. i just Mar- think we get married to these Mar- guys i don't disagree Mar- i agree with that 100 marquez stevenson last year put himself in a position through preseason where the bills couldn't cut him they put him on injury reserve because they couldn't cut him both in kick returns and in receiving. He was like, you can't cut me. And they were like, you're right, we can't. You're going to IR on a fake injury. <laughs> <laughs> the Buffalo Bills are playing the New England injury game big time, by the way. If anybody hasn't noticed, they've got injured guys that aren't injured. And they've got yeah. and they've got uninjured guys that are. Like, they're playing the game. Big right, time. right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Beasley, Beasley having broken ribs in the playoffs. Not even on the injury report, right? I just think a wide receiver can make this team. Zach Moss having a gigantic foot injury, a bad one, and not even on, on the injury report. So, yeah. That, Running that back. That has we, nothing to do. Don't you bring No, 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 no. Okay, I'm just, okay, I'm just, okay. I'm just, I was like, because I'm, I'm, I'm I just have to go about, in on. Okay. I'm just talking about guys right. being injured that aren't, that aren't on their injury report. Running back might be a spot. Yeah, running back is a spot. Wide receiver is a spot. Interior offensive line is a spot. Cornerback is a spot. What corners are you, are you talking? So you're talking about losing one of those corners. Well, you are, Cameron, right now Cameron, you can't you can't fill the team because you you don't have any. Look, Dane Jackson, as much as we like the team, likes him, so I think he's gonna stay. But Cam Lewis, come on, like Cam Lewis, like really? We're gonna Cam Lewis, and you got you got Trey Davis right on the pup for six weeks. It's longer than that. I'm just saying. At, 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 I bet I bet I bet Trey's and I I bet I would put money on Trey not being back to normal until either thanksgiving or right before he probably won't be back to normal till the next season let's be honest right right i mean that's and that's worst case scenario right 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 
So, so what do you have? What did you say? What your positions were? For first I did. I did not. That's why I asked you. <laughs> and in the chat, so I, I think uh, I'm just going to stick to my guns. I think defensive end, wide receiver, wide receiver, such a cornerback. Wide receiver is such a weird position to me. And what's funny so, is I get I get pushed back all the time because of of my relationship with Isaiah Hodgins, and and it's 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 still um, it's the reality is we still have not discovered what is there. No offense to him, and please, if he could, you know, I just don't. Uh, you don't know. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. You've never we don't seen know. Him. We've we never don't seen know. him catch a football. Excuse me? As a bill. Uh, you, You've oh, never seen okay, him catch, okay, a, catch no, football I, as a bill. I, no one's ever seen him catch a football as a bill. <laughs> right, right, right. I think I would love for him to be a contributor. I just don't see it. And, and I can say that I don't have a relationship with him. You do. Right, right, right. And, and it, it doesn't cloud. I mean, clearly, you know, I'm rooting for him, but I'm not, you know, there's no expectations that I have for him. But I understand where you're coming from. Like when you know these guys personally, it's like, man, you want to see you want to see them succeed. But it's more about it's more about it's more about the noise. It's more about the noise from the media. It's more about the it's more about the noise from Josh Allen and and, and the coaching staff the year that he got drafted when they said that the guy that's really good is this Hodgins kid. They weren't talking about Gabriel Davis. They were talking about this Hodgins, and I and I know this for a fact about our offensive line or our offense rather. And it's going to come into play when it when it as it pertains to just maneuvers and who stays and who goes. This is a I know for a fact this is an incredibly complex offense, and the guys the Bills value highly are the guy for, beyond Stephon Diggs are the guys that know all the positions. There are guys on this offense from a wide receiver standpoint that only know their position, whereas there's other guys that know all the positions. They've studied, they've done the work. They like they can play. They, you can plug me in anywhere. I can play any position. Does that make sense? Where that doesn't work though, What's that? because that was Brian Dable. We, how, how do we know Ken Dorsey's going to adhere to that to the same philosophy? Well, we 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 absolutely don't. You're right. But you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, he might run two 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 tight end sets and throw the ball. To right, the right, right. We just don't know. I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that that'd part. be cool. Yeah, just to see what his fingerprint is. All right, we got to get up on it here. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, Christian Watts is going in the first round. Christian Watson State. is going in the first yeah, round. First round. Where? Top, top, top third, middle third? Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah, I think I think they had to go Pickens or uh Christian Watson, one of their gotcha. picks. Gotcha. And if you had a uh, so your is your dream pick Brees Hall? Hell no. No, what's your dream pick for the Bills? Ojabo. That's my guy. Ojabo. The blue. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're my guys. Yeah. <laughs> my dream would be uh the sauce. Give me sauce all day, baby. Sauce. They're they would singly. Give me give no me way, one of them. There's no way they Kyle Hamilton. There's no way they could leverage to get that high. But yeah. Oh, uh, there's a way. There's always to get a way. to four or three? Uh, well, not that high, but Stingley, Hamilton. Yeah. There's ways you can make that happen. Last question for you. How upset are you that you were not in Vegas right now? Why you got to do that? Because I wish I was there too. 
I'm so pissed. I slum good right here. You want me to tell you why I'm happy about it? Because tomorrow is take your son, take your kid to work day. Oh, that's awesome. So I, look, I know that the draft is going to be here, and I, I'll be wait, going. Wait, you work from home? You're taking your son no, home? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm hybrid, so I can work from home uh, or in office. I like to work from the office, but so tomorrow is take your kid to work day. So I'm taking my guy with me. He's gonna see what dad does, and he could be a nerd with me. I'm gonna make right, him clean. Right. I'm gonna make him do stuff and right, play with right, some servers, right. you know, a right. little VM or whatever. But yeah, so it's gonna be a good day. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, I wish I was in Vegas, but it it's twofold. I love Vegas, first of all. Like I love Las Vegas, but yeah, to be there for the draft, it's gonna be pretty incredible. But ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Rumblings Vodcast Network. I'm your host of the Hump Day Hotline. My name is Joe Miller, and a special guest host tonight. Sterling Furrow, who is also a brand new contributor for Buffalo Rumblings. He has made the jump from cover one over to Buffalo Rumblings. Thank you so much for being a part of the show tonight. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. Love being a part of the team, bro. It's going to be yeah. great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it too. Jay Spence, just to reiterate, because I know a bunch of you weren't here when uh, we started, is on assignment. He is actually covering the draft for SB Nation for Buffalo Rumblings. Uh, so he is, uh, he should be in Vegas already. He's probably getting his rental car or something like that, but, uh, super, super glad that you guys joined us. Look, our hope was that, uh, you would be somewhat equipped to know some of the names that are, that are going to be around when the bills pick, not the top 10, top 10 names, but the bottom 10 names. Hopefully we've accomplished that and had a good time talking, which I had fun. Sterling. Absolutely, you. man. We yeah. more to come. But uh, for, for myself, for Sterling Farrow, for Jay Spencer King, for all of Buffalo rumblings, I don't know if there's going to be any type of special shows tomorrow. There might be. Uh, Sterling is now here, and there's, he could cook something up for tomorrow. Uh, when does your show, when does your show start? By the way, so uh, it's gonna. Well, hopefully we we kick it off. I'm probably just gonna kick it off on Sunday, obviously. Sunday, yeah. and, and we don't. Have, I don't have all the the, the bells and whistles kind of attached to it. Logos. We're still working on all that, but I might just come in here and just recap the draft. Oh, that'd be good. So so yeah, uh, probably nine thirty uh, nine thirty Mountain Time. Mountain time, so it's eleven thirty. So, but we'll, we'll, we'll announce it. We'll, we'll get it pushed out. But yeah, absolutely. Be sure to come back on Sunday. We're gonna recap this draft and talk about. It's gonna be great that we can actually like open the presents and like really get into this thing. So you'll tune in with me on Sunday, man, and we're gonna keep it popping. Awesome, Joe Miller, Sterling Furrow, go Bills, go Bills. Mm-hmm.